Well, first and foremost, thank you to all the fun messages I've gotten over the last couple of days saying, where the hell are you? Um, you know, folks wondering, what the heck? There's been no episode for a week. Hey, what's going on here? This is the longest, you know, hiatus we've ever had in in nearly four years. And uh, I took a little vacation there. If you follow my IG page, you'd know that. I, I threw a little uh, story up there about uh, box breaking. Um, you know, you guys know who follow me, I, you know, since before COVID, basically, uh, before having a podcast, before doing any of these episodes or any kind of content, you know, I break cards with Ian and, uh, you know, during COVID decided we're going to do a, uh, a break every Friday and have not failed broke every Friday. Um, vacation posed a little bit of an interesting thing. Sometimes I've gone on vacation and I'll bring a, you know, a fat pack, a cello pack or, you know, a blaster or something for us to just open. Um, never really hit anything great on vacation, which I guess we're lucky because it's going to be hard to keep it in good shape. Come, you know, bring it back. You got to bring like plastic. You got to bring like, you know, like who wants to pack? It's bad enough packing for vacation without having to worry about that. Um, and this time, if you see my title, it's a little catchy. It's, it's, you know, it's grabby. It's attention grabbing, rip off, rip night, rip collecting. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff here. It actually is a positive kind of spin we'll put on it, but, um, We'll start off with kind of, you know, what I did for, you know, for, for Rip during vacation, right? Because um, I didn't bring cards with me. So I happened to be on IG, um, you know, back in the room after a day at the beach. And, you know, there's a little color here, by the way, guys. I don't know if you could see. It's a little bit of color. Not not a ton, you know, but a little bit of color. I mean, I can see, like, I had one of those bracelets. See, like, there's a little white, there's a little more color there. Um I tried to, you know, be an adult this time. I tried to not, you know, get too sunburned and the peely and the whole deal. So, uh, you know, a lot of sunscreen, you know, it was Aruba. The sun's a little harsh there. Um, I have come back like completely peeled, you know, completely red tomato faced. This is, uh, this is good. I'll take this. It'll probably be gone by tomorrow. But um, anyway, I happened to be on IG back in a hotel after a day at the beach and saw Seabloods was on with uh, with with. Uh, that's Erica Jones, I think is her name. And um, they, uh, they're they looking to break open packs of, you know, FOTL or um, PRISM. It was PRISM release day, I think, or maybe the day after. NBA PRISM basketball, you know, is out this week. And, you know, FOTL is like shimmers. And, of course, you know, you get caught up in it, right? You see everybody posting, you know, the backyard guys posting, look at these hits we got. And PSA has already graded them 10 and, you know, Hobby House and – you know, you know, the, the stores posted on the page, look, we got the product in and, and you see Wemby here and Wemby there and Wemby everywhere, right? I mean, there's curtains for everybody. And uh, you know, you're you're you you get you get kind of drawn in and you're like, all right, well, let me uh let me let me get in on one of these, right? Let me open some, and that could be the rip with Ian. It's like a different kind of rip, right? It's I don't really do breaks online too often. I've done a few here and there, a couple a year probably. Um and I said, all right, well, nobody's breaking. And it was, I think, you know, you want to talk about ridiculous pricing, right? I think it was $100 a pack for a regular, um, you know, Prism. And I think it was 200 for uh for FOTL. Or it was, you know, wound up being what, like, I think it was like 2000 for the for 2200 for an FOTL box. Um, anyway, open one pack. And I guess an FOTL box, you're going to get two shimmers and two autos. And I opened one pack, I got literally nothing, just garbage. Open another pack, I got garbage. And I'm like, all right, you know what? There's only 10 packs left, and the 10 packs are now going to cost 
1800 more right so just go ahead and finish it here's where the box let's get the let's get the you know the, the shimmers and the autos and let's see what there is and let's pull that Wemby right you know oh man it's gonna be great I mean we're doing this live is you know 60 70 80 people watching and you know it's gonna be great this is just a video that's gonna get you know shown all over again because when we hit the Wemby 101 you know when we hit the you know gold Wemby number one of ten um you know forget about it you know this is the it's going to be everywhere it's going to be all over ig it's people going to be showing it all over the place and then it's the card's going to go to auction and it's going to change your life and it's going to be life-changing money and you know boom you know that's going to happen you know that that has to happen because that's what happens right you see that all over ig like people are just hitting you know when be here when be there and when be everywhere um well I guess pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. It's the man in front of the curtain that matters, right? It's, it's Wemby standing there on the car with the curtain behind him. And pack number three is open, and, you know, we didn't get a Wemby. There was a, one of the Thompson Brothers base cards. And, and no no Pulsar. Pack four gets open. And five gets open. And six. And finally, it's a Pulsar. Yeah, we're going to get, you know, something. We're going to get a wave, a shimmer. Excuse me. We're going to get a shimmer. We're going to shimmer. <gasps> it's a blue shimmer to 35. Is it Wemby? I mean, it's got to be, right? I mean, we're breaking. We're spending thousands of dollars. It's got to be Wemby. It's got to be my Wemby. No, it's Grayson Allen. And the other um, uh, wave out of, was also blue out of 35, which I guess are two shitty waves. Um, and... I don't even remember who it was because it was worse than Grayson Allen. And I don't remember who the two autos were because I don't know either of their names. Um, and you sit there and you think to yourself, oh, what the hell did I do? <laughs> you know, what the heck was that about, right? Um, I posted about it. And it's funny because it's it's gambling. It is. I mean, pure and simple. That's just a straight gamble. And, you know, it's funny. I, I ripped that. I'm sitting in a you know, on a, a Caribbean island. I'm sitting on an island where there's casinos everywhere. I didn't set foot into one of them, but I did, you know, because that's what breaking is. That's what, you know, ripping hobby stuff is. And, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not saying it, you know, in a negative way. I'm saying it in an almost educational way or almost know that going in, right? Know that that's what you're doing going in know that you're putting your money on the table you're putting your money in that slot machine you're putting your money down with that hope of jackpot with that hope of progressive jackpot with that hope of hitting the bonus and winning right because why did we break that box i'd like to say it's because we want the cards that are inside but very rarely is that the case and very rarely is that the right thing to do fiscally, to be honest, right? I mean, you know, even some of our biggest bangers, even some of our biggest opening. I mean, Ian and I back in in 2020 hit a, a, a blaster. He opened up and got a Zion green pulsar out of 35, which, you know, you remember that. You remember that pull of the slot machine where the three sevens came up. It's muscle memory. It, it's in there and you think it's going to happen again. You remember that one big hit and you chase that hit, that first one, right? <laughs> you chase that hit, even though that Wemby stayed behind the curtain this time and didn't didn't make his grand appearance. Um, but even that card, right? It should be sold. <laughs> you know, that Zion was definitely worth more when it was pulled than it is now. 
And I mean, Wemby may turn into one of these all-time greats, but there's a lot of Wembys. So, I mean, the reason why I thought, and many people think, I'm going to open this prism box and I'm going to hit Wemby is because all you see out there is Wemby. All you see out there are hits, 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 because that's what's being publicized, right? I mean, when they when they when they do commercials for for casinos in Las Vegas, it's everybody smiling and everybody having a good time and everybody winning and jackpots and noises and parties. They don't show you the you know the cash for gold that's right next to the casino. They don't sell you. They don't show you the you know the 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 myriad of people who are leaving with significantly less money. Than they came in with and and so here's the fun i i don't want to go down that road because there's a point to this right if that's what this is great all right if that's what the, the hobby is great as long as everybody understands that's what the hobby is and there is a, a a flip side to it right when you go to a casino when you go to gamble when you go to las vegas you also get the stars. You get the bright lights. You get the entertainment, right? So it's not just you put your money down. You have a chance to get more money out, which breaking is. It is. But you also go and you get entertained. You get the bright lights. You get the big city. You get the the stars. You get to go see, uh, you know, <laughs> Wayne Newton, right? You get to go see Celine Dion. You get to go see Blue Man Group and, and uh, you know, Cirque du Soleil and all of, you know, the, the music, the arts, the whole deal, right? You get to see all that. You get to rub elbows with the celebrities that are there, right? It's all part of the package. Well, on the 24th of February this year, Tom Brady was at City Field with Skybox. Skybox from Connecticut. And... James Harden was out at the new Bleaker Trading LA, right? And he was out there ripping packs. And Cards HQ, Jeff Wilson, and his you know behemoth store down in Atlanta had Meek Mill and Chipper Jones, and you know, so Corbin Carroll out in, in 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 Arizona. And I'm leaving out a million names, right? But you get the point. If there's that many names to leave out, that means there were that many names out there. There were that many stars and celebrities brought out by tops, by fanatics. Um, you know, I saw I saw a craft. I mean, the guy who owns the Patriots is out there holding up jerseys and you know and celebrating with kids. I mean, there are so many names that I'm forgetting. Kevin Durant was involved. I mean, there are just so many names, so many stores that I'm I'm not going to name them all because I just don't have all of them. But that's what comes with it, right? And if 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 that's where we're going, great, right? As long as everybody understands that that's the hobby now, right? And there's a good side to that. I mean, you see video out there of, you know, a little girl trading cards with Tom Brady. And he's like, I'm going to give you this. You give me this. And by the way, I'm going to give you this one back signed. And she's like, signed by you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that kid walks away with a Tom Brady auto. I saw a basketball card guy. That dude is everywhere. Um, brought his kids to the Skybox thing with, with Brady and got an autograph on a football. I mean, just really, really cool stuff, right? I mean, James Harden. Come on now. I mean, that's pretty awesome. You know, the beard. Yesterday I was watching him play on TV. Less than 24 hours before, he's there at Bleaker Trading LA, you know, ripping packs open and hanging out with collectors, hanging out with people. Remember, it's not collecting night. It wasn't hobby night. It was rip night. And that is the important thing, right? Because we're breaking boxes. We're breaking packs. We're ripping 
it's not really about, oh, come into the store and find an old vintage card or buy a card of someone you like. It was rip the packs and continue to rip the packs and continue to go back to the table and the machine and rip the packs because the MGM is not making money off of you walking there, going in, checking in, walking through the casino and out the back door and to the vintage store and buying an old slot machine because you think it looks cool and you want to put that old slot machine in your basement. They are making money off of you checking in and sitting down at a table and putting your money down, right? That's the rip night part of it. And again, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. The cards that people are going to collect ultimately have to be ripped out of packs anyway, right? I mean, that's where they are. You know, even the vintage stuff that I talk about, they were in packs. Someone had to rip those packs, right? I mean, your Mickey Mantles to your PMGs, they were in packs. So the ripping is, you know, a necessary part of it, right? We are, we're celebrating that, that ripping. I wonder if there's a way to, on the back end, maybe also reinforce, hey, what'd you get when you ripped? And is there anything in there you're going to keep? You know, like maybe more of the MVP buyback type of stuff, maybe more of the, you know, I don't know. Maybe if you open something on rip night, maybe the next rip night, here you go, fanatics. I'm, I'm really, I'm coming up with, you know, fun ideas. Maybe the next rip night you have, you're doing silver packs, like the packs that come out of, um, like the packs that come out of your tops boxes now. Right with the now the 1989 the silver mojo right, maybe you have everybody who comes to you know rip night and buys a box, gets a pack. I don't know if there's a way to do this where the the, the the LCS doesn't abuse it because the silver packs putting in box was genius instead of just giving the the, the store the silver packs for them to just resell them online right. Um, I don't know if there's a way to do this, but you know, everybody who comes to rip night should be able to rip a pack. And in there is like a card that if you bring it back to the next rip night, or if you bring it back to the store, you know, if you hold on to it, right. If you collect X number of them, if you keep 10 of them, almost like, you know, your punch cards at your local, you know, frozen yogurt place, whatever it is, if you collect a bunch, boom, you get this. I mean, fanatics has, you know, the ability to do this, whether it's a Jersey or whatever, you know, collect, you know, two rip night cards collect this buy this at this place and hold on to it build the set of these rip night cards and you turn them in for a jersey for a hat for a limited version of a card of someone who's like a rip night athlete or maybe you get to make sure that if you do all five of the rip nights in a row you get to meet one of the athletes at your LCS, you know, you're one of 10 people who actually gets to meet and greet, shake hand, take a picture, whatever it is. I mean, there's a million ways of doing this, but it kind of bolsters more than just the ripping it's rip and hold rip and collect, hang on to that stuff. You know what I mean? Which is, you know, I think just as important part of the, of the hobby as, you know, getting athletes out there and doing the ripping and you want people just, to actually want to collect something. You want them to hold something. And I will say this. I like what Tops did this time around. I like what Fanatics slash Tops did this time around with the Tops product, right? 
there are changes. There are subtle changes. Putting the silver packs, which have been the last couple of years, actually in the box so that the consumer who buys the box gets that pack and make sure that it's there and it's not something that the LCS can give out willy-nilly. Oh, I sold as many boxes, you get this many packs. That was a small, subtle change that favors collectors. There's more of that. Right. I've I've come on and I've complained about the lack of value in, in opening these boxes, right? It used to be you could buy a jumbo box or a hobby box for you know, buy a hobby box for 80 bucks. And if you grab the rookies out, the Jordan Alvarez, the Bobachette, and this year the Ellie and the, the the Dominguez, you were able to send them in for grading and recoup the cost of the box, or at least part of it. And there was more than just ripping there, right? There was a next step besides just opening the packs and hoping for a monster and hitting the jackpot in the slot machine. There was a way to collect. There was a way to kind of continue with that product, right? Grade, maybe sell, maybe use the money to buy back, you know, maybe keep one or two, right? You know, if, if, you, if you grade three Jordan Alvarez base and get three tens. Maybe you sold two of them to recoup some of your costs and kept one. And that was how you started building a PC. I'm speaking from, you know, actual what my son and I did. Well, the more value that gets added to those boxes, the bigger the chase is, the better it is for both sides, the better it is for pricing for the LCS, the better the demand is going to be for people to come in and buy them. Um, they'll be able to move the inventory, but also there's more potential value in those boxes. Adding things that aren't known right up front that are add a little bit of mystery to it is a cool thing. They did it with the taco fractor. You want to you know laugh about that? Great. But it was something that was talked about and something that was ultimately chased there at the end with some mystery to it. You know, adding a mystery refractor or a mystery auto to the MLS turns out to be messy is crazy. You know, there are people who were buying those things for hundreds of dollars and now worth thousands. I mean, that that is a product that now. There's some real heat to, I think there's a finest version coming out now because, you know, allegedly Messi's auto is going to be on card. You know, just these, you know, adding this fun little wrinkle to it on tops, the gold mirror back. I mean, whether you like the Easter stuff or not, that's personal preference and it's subjective, but they're adding value to these things. Now, more parallels, some people like it, some people don't. The team color match. I mean, how many times have you heard, oh, it's a team color match? Well, they actually put the team color match on the card for, you know, for folks. And then to add in like super short prints, right? They've always been short prints, but to, to, to sneak in without even, you know, telling anyone, you know, Tani on the Dodgers in top series one and a, a Soto on the Yankees in top series one. Take a break for a second. I mean, it, it'll be in my news tomorrow, you know, for those of you guys who are watching this, but last night, one of the Otani unnumbered base, just a super short print. You don't know how many of them are out there. Otani's top series one in the pack. You know, inserted in packs, Dodgers SP, not an Angels one. The Angels one's the base card, but the super, you know, super short print where he's in a Dodgers first tops card, 2024 tops series one Dodgers. So for $1,700 last night, an unnumbered, you know, card that no one knew was in there, you know, when that starts to make its way through, and I mean, the soda is not far behind in value, and that starts to make its way through the world of IG. You know, and people start to do videos of it, and you see it in my news tomorrow. People will start to open more tops products. The blasters will get open. The stuff will move off the shelves. That's a little thing that didn't have to do, but they did, right? And it's going to drive demand, right? It's going to drive people looking for that stuff. Maybe not because they want to keep that card. Maybe because they want to sell it. But it's going to drive demand. The Otani and the the Soto. 
I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan, but think of the marketing around that. I guess he's a Philly guy, right? And they put his picture superimposed on the cards of the Phillies, the team Philly card, Kyle Schwarber hitting the bat. And there's, you know, Kevin Hart sitting on the border of the card. I, I realized he was short. I didn't realize he was 5'2". I guess he's 5'2". And they made 52 copies of each one of the cards that he's on. That's not a lot of them. But there's, you know, a couple hundred of them out there because there's, there's you know, it's on more than one card. And then they were able to market it. I guess, you know, there's a video of like Ruben calling him or him calling Ruben or, you know, a phone call, you know, a FaceTime where he's like, did you put me on cards? Well, just like the Babe Ruth first Bowman gimmick kind of thing that they did where i pointed out that babe ruth actually had a bowman card before that was given out the national there's a 2015 kevin hart tops card this is not his first baseball card they're not going to talk about that obviously maybe i should do a video about it but it's another thing to chase and it's another thing to chase because it's another thing that adds value to the product right it's another thing that somebody if they hit in a box can sell and recoup way more than the cost of what they paid for the box that it's innovation subjectively you may not like it subjectively you may think they could have done a million other things the fact that they're doing something is a good thing it's adding value to people who are ripping it's adding value to what you can get back in those boxes and it makes it so that that this can continue right and there are people who are chasing those things that are in the boxes that's the important thing that's the distinction between this and a casino nobody's chasing credits right you're not buying into a casino and hoping for the paper that comes out that says you have this many credits there are people who want to own the cards that come out of these packs somebody wants that juan soto with the yankees first yankee somebody wants the otani now maybe there aren't that many who wanted that 1700 i'm sure that price will settle but there are people who ultimately want the card and as long as we keep sight of that, tops keep sight of that, and keep sprinkling in this fun stuff. I mean, this rip night, it's hard for me to say anything bad about it. Just look at the video, look at the content that's coming out, you know, kids jumping up and down, winning bats, and meeting their their heroes and meeting the athletes that they get to see on TV. Somebody asked me what I would grade fanatics now. You know, give me a scale of one to ten. I mean, this week it's it's a ten. I mean, you know, it's not gonna be ten every week, but the week where you do rip night is a ten, solely on the back of this kind of stuff did not happen before fanatics took over. Right? There were cards, sure. And I'm sure there was an athlete here and there. And if you went to the national, you can get some autographs if you paid for it and the whole deal. But think of the blitz of athletes and superstars. I mean, Meek Mill, not my cup of tea, but people like him. I was sitting in the card store in Atlanta trading cards with people, right? Think of the athletes. Think of the, you know, the, the folks that were able to be, you know, brought to their fans, right? People who were out there. I think Bryce Young was out there also. I mean, um, I'm going to leave out people. Just the list, you can look it up. I mean, and, and there are names that weren't even on the list that showed up. That's a cool thing that we didn't have even just a couple years ago. So, I mean, big thumbs up on that. More of that is better because that, that keeps the kids engaged. It keeps the hobby fun. It keeps collecting going. Just be careful ripping these boxes, guys. <laughs> know what you're getting into going in. And I'll see you guys in a couple of days. Sorry for being gone for a little while. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Talk to you soon, everybody.